Hey, what's up, guys? Peace to you all. This is another episode of the Brothers of Destruction podcast. I'm your host, Anthony King, and I got my good brother with me. Duquan Donovan. What's good, brother? Uh, just got finished uh, putting up that goddamn tree. <laughs> it's funny because my tree been up since the 2nd of December, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be there. <laughs> until, the the, until the second of February, he's in summertime. You stupid! <laughs> you know how black folks do. We keep that thing up for a minute. That's a fact. Until Easter, until you know Jesus is resurrected. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Monday Night Raw. How did you feel about it? Interesting. I it, I think it's a slow build. They're trying to get rid get through the year, and you know, okay. so it's nothing crazy. Okay, um, well, the card, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defeated the Raw Tag Team Champions, Viking Raiders, in a non-title tag match. Eric Rowan squashed another jobber. We had a six-man gauntlet match, but no winner was determined. We started out with R-Truth and Akira Tazawa. Then Akira had uh, advanced and went against Ricochet. Then Ricochet advanced and went against Matt Hardy. Then Ricochet advanced again and went against Humberto Carrillo. And Umberto Carrillo knocked Ricochet off and advanced to the finals with Andrade. But Andrade ended this whole thing to a no contest by brutally attacking Umberto and Hammerlock DDTing him to the concrete outside the ring. Oscar defeated Deanna Perrazzo from NXT mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a singles match. And our main event, Randy Orton defeated AJ Styles. Well, the story and all that got this BS was. The GOAT got a title shot. You heard that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep that energy. Let's just cut in line on everything. Forget it. Bruh, Let's do that. I just don't understand, right? I just don't understand. Like, I feel like, okay, this six-man gauntlet match was to determine the number one contender for the United States Championship. And first thing I thought about was... What about Cedric Alexander? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe Drew McIntyre? Or why isn't Eric Rowan even in this? Mm-hmm. That was one of the first things I thought about. And then as I'm watching, I'm like, this shit is going on for... It took the whole 10 o'clock hour. No, the whole 9 right. o'clock hour. Like, it appears that they dragged this show because they did a double tape. Right. So they had to, I guess, utilize the roster and and, and you know minimize the usage of everybody. Uh, but I, yeah, but the gauntlet was nice. I, I I appreciated what they tried to do. They tried to do it like they did with Roman, Seth, Cena on a main event level, level with Matt Carter, but you're right. They should have had a couple other people in there instead of... Yeah, I don't think you needed a Matt Hardy in that match. I don't think you needed an R-Truth in that match. Mm, it's like they put them in there and validated them guys as the veterans in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't think they should have been in the match. That, that's it, because our truth already have a championship. And I just feel like, we already know it's not important. That's the reason that he was in the match. <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, it's like, could you just add some importance to your titles? Mm. Especially your, your newest title that you brought, just to make a change? Like, come on now. Like, y'all should have did a little bit more. I, I just feel like our truth shouldn't have been matched. Matt Hart should have been matched. You could have replaced them with younger talent. That's all. Right, right. You know, the pro in that is, uh, I guess, R-Truth got to have a serious match 
for the first time in how long? You're right. Which you you you're really right about that, but it's just like we we all got to we all kind of know our truth wasn't going to get to the final. Right. Right. Now keep it, some keep you know keep keep a little keep keep a little, you know, uh, don't be so predictable. That's all. That's all. Yeah, this this whole spot was pretty cool because it, it led to Andrade beating Umberto's ass. Like, he didn't even care about winning. The, <laughs> the last round never officially got started. I was, I was looking at that, and then Ray, he pulled up, you know, to, to, to check on dude after the beatdown that happened. And then Seth Rollins and the AOP, they jumped Ray Mysterio because, and, and it's funny, like, I didn't think about it earlier in the night when Seth said I got a, a debt to collect, you know, I got a score to right. settle. And I was trying to think about who is it he got to see. Then when Ray was out there, I'm thinking, is it Ray Mysterio, probably? And he came, right. and he came out there. I forgot Ray gave Kevin Owens that steel pipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how your boy challenged Ray for the title, and we just had six people or five people go blood for a title shot. Hell energy. That's all. Let me be the hell. Let me get all the title shots like like Triple H used to do. <laughs> I, I just said I want this, this. I don't want him to have another title. And I hope, I hope they don't drop that title then because it's like uh, there's so much other people, man. Right, right. Andrade, Andrade is right there. Like that. That's how I feel. I feel Andrade is the one that should be taking the belt away from Rey Mysterio, personally. But Seth Rollins also have to be a heel. So I want him to, like, if he can lose the match, that would be nice. And let Andrade take the belt from him. That would be, t- take the belt from Ray, which would be a lot better. So let's hope, like, this is just a red herring. You get what I'm saying? I feel like this is, like, all this is is just to build the heel character here and mm-hmm. leave that spot for an Andrade. Right. You know? Right. But, yo, the Viking Raiders, man, they, uh, shit. Took they- an L. Yo, they took L. <laughs> they took mm-hmm. yo. It's the second loss ever, and like really like the first one legitimately in a, just a regular tag match, right? right? So, right. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are the are the only team, and I guess it, it serves them right if they are the best tag team in the world. Then mm-hmm. you got to give them some kind of merit if they are the best tag team in the world. So let them let them take some wins against the tag team titles. I mean, against the tag team champ, maybe not win it, but. Give them, give them some credibility. Mm, mm, you know, they had a hard time beating the Vikings, but shit, it's it's <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, when you build up a star to a point where they look like they're invincible, then when they lose, that feeling is always it never gets old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That wow factor it just never gets old. Like oh, they lost. <laughs> you know, <laughs> good, you know, um, good job to WWE. Uh, we got a Liv Morgan vignette. Right, right. This one wasn't so Emelina's. Yes, true that, true that. Bobby proposed to Lana. Yeah, she asked Lashley to ask her to marry her. (laughs) 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 You know, so funny, it's kind of like they heard the CM Punk pitch on Mm WWE backstage, like his his theory of how they could book the match possibly and. Like they teased it when Lashley first said, you know, I don't like when people tell me things, tell me what to do. Right, right. I don't know if they that if that was a direct response to seeing Punk pitching something about Lashley being tired of her. So they just said, you know what, let's fuck around and do that. But it felt like that. 
The main event, I wanted to ask you about this, man. Like, this Randy Orton AJ Styles match was a decent one, but it was nowhere near as good as the Mania one for me. It did not feel as special. And I'm trying to figure out why. It's on Raw. And they... Yeah, it's on Raw. I just feel like it's a Raw match. You won't get the special, the specialness from them too, unless it's like you know, more, I guess more of a story because the story they tell them is okay, but it's not that great. You know, there's no way in the world you get two world class athletes like Randy Orton and AJ Styles, and it's something about it that just doesn't feel special. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, like Corey Graves said, maybe these rematches need to. You need to do away with these rematches. Settle them down. Like, you oh, listen, why did we love Teddy Long so much? Because he had a tag team match for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that regimen, that regimen kept the feuds fresh. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. he would mix them up. He would mix them up. He would put this guy with that guy to go against that guy and that guy. Like, okay, okay, these two got beef, he would mix it up. So right. it feels like if you start off with feuding with someone, you you end up being in this battle with them for like a whole three months, right? And you just wrestle them in the same repeated, recycled match over and over and over again. No disqualification here. Let me pin them this time. All right, pay per view. I'm gonna pin them. Let's do a stipulation match. Okay, I want that stipulation match. Let's do this now. Like it's it's like that, bro. Maybe WWE <laughs> Universe in the, in the 2K games was on to something. It was trying to tell us this is how it was going to be. Because <laughs> when, you, when you play that game, you fight the same people unless you got to, like, you got to do something about it. You got to edit the matches or something. But, Bro, I, I edit everything. Go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, Randy got his W back. So AJ did owe him that one for, his, for the loss he gave him at Mania. And then mm-hmm. the OC and the Viking Raiders came out to brawl after that match. And... The OC ended up standing tall at the end of all that. Right. There's this it's a lot of cool things, man. Even, even I'm like, I'm looking forward to seeing them actually peel the layers of what a Randy Orton and Viking Raiders uh kind of like on the same page would look like going against the going up against the OC. That's a lot of competitive yeah. nature right there. That's that's mm-hmm. a lot of big fights. So I want to see that and yo, I didn't even really rate the show, bro. I got, <laughs> Like I gave this show, like it was it was so draggy for me. Like I was, I gave it a, a six point eight. My sister tonight is Liv Morgan. Happy to okay. see her. That's okay, that. all right. I'm gonna give mine a six point five. Brother tonight, Seth Rollins. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Got you. AEW. <laughs> 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 All right, get to, get to the listing. Yeah, I got a lot to say. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. The, the Lucha Brothers defeated Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page in a tag match. Darby Allin and Cody defeated the Butcher and the Blade in a tag match. Awesome Kong squashed the jobber. Jungle Boy and Le Champion Chris Jericho fought to a draw. The 10-minute time limit had ran up. Chris Statlander defeated Britt Baker to become the number one contender for the AEW Women's World Championship. In the main event, SGU defeated the Young Bucks to retain their AEW World Tag Championship. Now, <laughs> how did you feel about the ending? <laughs> because I, I'm watching it and I'm saying, this is a great idea in theory, 
but it's a t- it's terrible and like, like it's a great idea. That that was an amazing idea, but terrible in execution. The Dark Order is a stable full of jobbers that don't get any airtime. <laughs> because I, I'm sitting here watching. Uh, I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, okay, they need to have at least a big one, a big a big you know minion looking motherfucker, or they gotta have some people with comparable size. And they have neither. <laughs> they have neither. You got these little motherfuckers. You got people. I'm I'm six four. You got people that six five five beating up people that six four and above. <laughs> I, it was not like it was terrible to execution, bro. Like it was just terrible. Like visually, it didn't look right. Now I'm not saying people that five five can beat my ass. I'm not saying that. I mean that can't beat my ass. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this. Watching things visually help you get a, a understanding of how serious this act is. And it didn't help them at all. <laughs> Yo, they really went hard with this angle to get the Dark Order <laughs> over. You know, I, right. I, I, I liked it. You know, I like that they put in this much effort. You know, it's something different. There's mad people in this faction. We don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know them. Uh-huh. There's a lot of uh-huh. motherfuckers in there. <laughs> My only thing is now, though, there's a common theme going. There's like three dark themed teams on AEW Dark Order, The Butcher Blade Bunny, and The Nightmare Collective. There's a lot of spooky shit going on in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, we got one alien going around that's about to go for the, t- the, um, the women's champion. Oh, so. man. And let me get, I love, yo, I told you. I'm I'm a Chris Statlander guy. Yeah, right. feeling I'm right. feeling Chris Statlander, man. I'm feeling yo. She's the only woman <laughs> with direction on the show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, because we finally seen Riho after a month and a half. But don't don't let me get she into that. She gotta take the title off. Go her, ahead. Because <laughs> she ain't showing. How you show yo? Your women title, your women champion been off TV since your last pay per view, and her ass in the crowd. Come on, bro. I don't know if there's like a quiet. <laughs> Injury that they're not trying to like, maybe she got a concussion low key and they just don't want to report it because to keep her away from the ring that long, I just don't understand it. And right, she's the champion, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Jericho couldn't do that, right? She, she looking like Dean Ambrose when he was in the shield and shit when he <laughs> had the title for a year and defended it twice. <laughs> like, the <heck? laughs> but um, just before, before I even move on, I just want to say those punches too, ridiculous, man. man why they do. Yo, Dustin Rhodes, I was like, give that man, give that man his his standing ovation for, for, even, for, for yo, he was still selling it, even though he wasn't. <laughs> that just shows, <laughs> that just shows the the kind of man that the professional that Dustin Rhodes was, because even though right. he was not even getting touched, he still was selling it. But my thing is, my all I'm saying, <laughs> my thing is this: I'm not a trained wrestler, but I know better than that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and this somebody had probably been trained. Like, what are we talking about here? He was trained. He he had practice. Right, right. And as a matter of fact, they even <laughs> they might have even practiced that <laughs> that angle <laughs> before they, they did the show. You know, right. Um, right. I really thought the young bucks was gonna win, but they lost in clean mm. fashion. I don't know why. I thought, we did. I don't know why I thought the young bucks was gonna win. I don't know. But. All right. 
No, we didn't need that right now. Not yet. Not yet. We don't need that right now. Right. Right. <laughs> Jungle Boy, he he lasted. He out yo, he he lasted 10 minutes in the ring with Jericho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna lie. I love how Jericho wanted five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he showed good resilience. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the spot that they put him in. Not getting the world title, but Proving that he can wrestle the world champion and whatnot. I like what they're doing with their young talent, though. Scorpio Sky getting a win on Jericho. You know, Jungle Boy without having to, to face the title in a way. Right, yeah. And yeah. all this was was Jericho upgrading the boy. Bringing mm-hmm. him up a little mm-hmm. You know, bringing him up a notch, helping him go to the next level. You know, he toured right. with him a few times. And, you know, it was a, it was a good old Jericho Hill match. Mm-hmm. I love that angle. Uh, yo, the butcher and the blade. I like what they're doing with with, with these guys. I it was kind of odd that they lost their second match though. Yeah, I, I yeah they didn't need to lose. I they yeah they didn't need to lose at all. They they got to keep momentum going too because honestly they could be the next in line for the tag titles if they do it right. Right. Yeah. Especially the 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 developed characters having. Having the bunny behind them, I could see them having some interesting uh, angles. You know, uh, it's it's different. Like, I enjoyed this tag match with them a lot more than the one mm-hmm. with the Lucha Brothers, Hangman, and Omega for some reason. Right. But, uh, you know, Cody and Darby almost looked like they wasn't going to win out there, and they did. So I was a little confused. I was like, should the Butcher and the Blade, you know, they should have went over instead. Do you, yep. you know? I think, mm-hmm. I think, the Lucha Brothers always shutting it down. I wanted to know how you feel about uh, Adam Page and Omega this time because I know, yeah, Adam Page rants be funny. I running the mill to me <laughs> <laughs> because those my two least my two least favorite members of the elite is Adam Page and Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, keep them in a the tag team. Let them let them run the mid card together. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't give a fuck. <laughs> so they actually lost the match because Adam Page accidentally hit Omega with that lariat. Mm-hmm. That nasty ass lariat. Go ahead. <laughs> and that gave Pentagon and Phoenix the advantage. And they, you know, after the match, Hangman and Omega started shoving each other. But it was, I didn't like the way how they how they started at doing that. Though. That was just. Oh, it didn't feel. It don't feel real enough. Even. Yeah, it, I I think they rehashing what they did in New Japan with Cody and Kenny, but in a okay. different way. Yeah, because they had Cody as the you know the newcomer that came in and 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 you know tried to take over the Bullet Club and things like that. But now Hangman and, and Kenny, they don't chill like that. So those are two members that never together. And when they first started tag teaming, they said it. They said these are two elite members that never really with each other. Mm, okay. Yeah, kind of put the precedent out right. there. Right. The, the best part of this angle was Pat crashing it and, and <laughs> with the Titan trying <laughs> reveal. And he, my man went into Michael Nakazar's locker room and was like, Shh, closed the door. Like, that just looked so funny. Nakazawa mm-hmm. had headphones mm-hmm. on and didn't hear anything. I'm like, oh god. 
you know? And what's crazy <laughs> is how Omega ran backstage to look for him, and then he ran into the Lucha Brothers, and they started just jumping him. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Like, wait a minute, y'all just had a match. Why y'all beating on Omega again? Because he's like, oh, they keep coming from revenge. Nah, nah, we ain't having that. Was that was a little realistic. Like, <laughs> he thinking you coming back for us. Like, right. Oh, I'm not coming back for you. You know, um, but yeah, I, I gave this show, a, I gave this show a six point nine. Mm-hmm. Sisters of the night goes to Chris Stadlander. I'm ready for, I'm mm. ready for an active okay. women's champion. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go six point five again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go again. Um, brother of the night, ooh, hmm. Dustin Rose for selling those punches. I guess I don't know. Whoever the night goes to the job. No, Dustin for making him look good without him looking good. I don't know. It's yo AEW. I'm I'm starting to become disappointed. Ah, whoa. Okay. Oh yeah, my other sister tonight. Awesome, calm, in that Friday the Thirteenth ish like theme. (laughs) That she had. Right. Very creepy, spooky serial killer slasher film. Type shit. NXT. Adam Cole defeated Finn Balor to retain his NXT championship. Damian Priest defeated Killian Dane in a singles match. Cameron Grimes defeated Kushida in a singles match. Io Shirai defeated Santana Garrett in a singles match. Pete Dunne defeated Travis Banks in a singles match. And to main event the show, Rhea Ripley defeated Shayna Baszler to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Energy. Energy. Oh, my gosh. Rhea Ripley had all the energy in that match, bro. Did she? Yo, this, <laughs> this, this whole event was was pretty pretty good. It's pretty rock yeah. solid. Like, for me, it was single matches throughout the whole show. Yeah. And every yeah. singles match wasn't, like, there was nothing to, to play with. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I say one thing? I think I might have a crush on Io Shirai, too. <laughs> Io Shirai, she, she, yeah. she's fire. <laughs> Real Ripley, I got a crush on, too. But Io Shirai, like, you know, they, they, I'm about to have, like, a top five, like, Booker T, but just uh, just baddies. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, Rhea Ripley, Shayna. You think this was the right time for her to win the title? You think they would have waited, should have waited till Ray Rumble time? Nah, do it. It's the last show of the year, so okay. You you walk into twenty twenty fresh with a new women's champion, and then Shayna mm-hmm. had it for like four hundred plus days. Yeah, and it, this was the right time. It was no better time than to drop it to somebody that they've developed and been pushing. They they they've pushed all the right buttons. They've 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 set her on all the right paths to get here, and it was like, do it, you know? 415-day title reign, Shayna had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, okay. I I, I just thought it was, I didn't know it was the right time to do it. But that, that kind of makes sense, that, you know, you start the new year with a new champion. But you know how NXT get down. I don't want to see that belt around Shayna waist for a little while. Uh, shit, the way they... What I've been... Like, based on what I've been seeing... Shayna may be going to the main roster, but I don't know how I feel about that. Mm, mm. Yeah, I don't want her investing man hands, bro. Don't do it. Yeah, because 
you know, no funny, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. You know what I mean? Shayna, she's 39 years old. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that chick is on fire. But I just feel like Vince, if you're not young, in your 20s or somebody that was with the company forever, I just don't know how Vince is going to treat her. You know, right. being, being uh, up in age like that, I just don't want to see her fall into the Mickey James Natalia spot on the main roster. Right. Even even Oscar, you remember that little, you know, Oscar had a silent period for a little while. Now she's getting her thing back, but it was a time where Oscar wasn't getting no burn. True. But Oscar came in there. I don't with an undefeated streak. Right. Right. She was right. And she wasn't Oscar's 38 now, I think, but you know, a couple years back she was younger. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying, I don't want to make it seem like a woman can't wrestle in her late 30s or whatever. I'm just talking about just based on how they've been treated in the past. It seemed like when yeah. they get to a certain age, they put them in this. You see how Tamina is, you know what I mean? And, like, they, I don't, I just don't know. It's just, it seemed like the they favor the youth when it mm-hmm. comes to the women. Mm-hmm. Right. I All would right. like that to makes see, sense. I would like to see Shane in the spot where she can mingle and 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 flirt with the main roster, but still be officially NXT somehow. Well, I can say it like this: if she does get drafted to the go to the main roster, I prefer her on SmackDown because this Lacey Evans shit is kind of the same. It's cool. not believable. They, they should they <laughs> should make some type of thing, some type of wild card privilege, some type don't, of wild card thing. Don't, where don't do it. So, oh, no, no, no. Hey, listen, they should do it. Oh. Do something where on NXT, there's like a tournament for people who just looking for competition, and they want to get the chance to free roam and fight other people. And you get Shayna, she wins that, and she's able to fight all the other baddest chicks that claim they fire. You have Shayna win that. She's able to challenge Becky. She's able to challenge Bailey. She's able to have all these matches that we want to see her have without her being damaged by the main roster. She can still remain. Okay. In, she can still remain NXT. That's just the best I can think of right now. Because I'm like, yo, I want to see her tied up with the people on the main roster, but I just don't think she's gonna be treated right. They're going, they, the steam is gonna run out. It's like, how many feuds do she really have in the main roster? It's only, mm-hmm. it's only the four horse women that she need to see. Right, four. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, Shayna. I mean, uh, Becky, Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte. She already wrestled Nikki Cross. Yeah, she, you're right. She right. only needs only- to see the four horse women and two on right. SmackDown and two on Raw. How are you going to make right. that happen for you? Know, right? I think she even seen Nia Jax too. Okay, okay, you got your secondaries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, all right, you got it. But if, if Ronda comes back like it's being reported, she's going to be on the main roster in no time. Okay, well, you you put Ronda with Shayna, then now you got yourself something crazy. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, <laughs> ooh, we <wee>, nah. <laughs> well. Finn Balor would have beat Adam Cole. I'm not jacking that, that Adam Cole was going to win. I think Finn Balor had his number. He was mm-hmm. about to, yeah, it was about to be Finn Balor NXT champion, but then Johnny Gargano came out. And pulled up. Yo, he pulled up, and I said, oh, I had a feeling that he would, but I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, he really did. He was, like, you forgot about him, but didn't. Right, right. And I think they that was, they they left them out of war games on purpose for this moment. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. On purpose because think about it, war games. You're like, all right, he's coming back. But you're like, wait, no, he's not back. Like, what's going on? So he's like, okay, we waiting for the title shot for this to happen. Uh, I, I loved it. This was classic booking. Like we used to see yep. shit like this. 
mm-hmm. years ago where a few a person wouldn't be around for a while. They kind of just pulled it off with Dane Bryan and you know and and, and Bray. But um, yep. you know, I like the way they 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 did this because it's it's done where Finn made a heel turn and turned on him, and then we we just did they gave Gargano this serious as uh injury report saying that he was gonna be out for a minute and that was pretty cool. You know, Finn got the distraction and then Lawson and Gargano came in and beat that ass with a steel chair. Mm-hmm. Gave my man the spasms. My man was ah like he was getting beat <laughs> with the belt. You know them beats with the belt and that that, and that sting you get like <laughs> right. Your spine your spine t- your spine touch your chest. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Damian Priest was not playing with Killian Dane. Not at all. He's the vibe, bro. Damaged ribs <laughs> and all. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Killian Dane consistently <clears throat> have these kind of matches, though, where he's just a uh, uh, irritant. Mm-hmm. This is what he was supposed to have on the main roster, but I now take him serious again. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like most of these guys should just be left for Triple H because he know what the hell he's doing. He know how to book all these guys. He know how he know where what spots they should be in at the, what moment they need to be in. Like Killian, like Killian Dane, Damian Priest, Pete Dunn. Like those guys are just simmering. They just simmering. They they got them on low, right? Then you got mm-hmm. your Finn Balor's, you got your uh, Adam Cole's, your Johnny Gargano, your Champa's, your Keith Lee's. The the other the, uh, the the stove is on high, you get what I'm saying. So it's just like they, he knows what temperature to put these guys at, and he's doing a great job with 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 these guys. Right, you know, because Dane was giving Priest a very hard time out there. My <laughs> mm-hmm. man was on legend mode the whole match. You're right, you know? <laughs> but you know, Priest finally got that win. I'm happy. Cameron Grimes, Kushida, good shit. I already good knew that was that, that, that was that's all I could say about that. Pete Dunn <laughs> and Travis Banks, very aggressive. Mm-hmm. My man Travis Bank gave Pete a run for his money, and that you know, but that run ain't always easy to make when you out there with the bruiser weight. But mm-hmm. Travis really impressed me. You know, this loss to Pete Dunn wasn't a bad one for him. He fought to the death, and I I, I always feel like sometimes that loss is more important than the win. Right. Right. But in this case, you think it is? Because I think Pete Dunn is on his way to bigger, like, bigger things in a way. Because to, to me, he's still like he's in a purgatory type of situation. Uh, I didn't think Travis McNeese needed to beat him. And if he was going to beat him, have it be by, uh, like, some sheer luck. But yeah. he still gave, he still gave um, him respect, you know what I mean, at the end right. of the match. Uh, I gave this show a eight, solid and straight to the point action on night. Sister of the night for me is Rhea Ripley, and the brothers of the night is Finn Balor and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a seven, a seven point eight. My sister of the night, Rhea Ripley. One thing I can say is, the main event told the the first match told me the main event. That's all I'm gonna say. They kind of they kind of diagraphed it that way. That's why you don't get the full eight for me because I figure Rhea Ripley's gonna win the title after Finn Balor lost. Friday night SmackDown. Are you ready for a good time? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Heavy Machinery defeated the Revival in a miracle on 34th Street tornado tag match. 
Carmella defeated Sonya Deville by submission in a singles match. The New Day defeated Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura in a tag team match. SmackDown Women's Champion Bayley defeated Dana Brooke in a rematch from a couple weeks back. Lacey Evans and Sasha Banks ended in a double countout. In the main event, Daniel Bryan and The Miz defeated King Corbin and Dolph Ziggler in a tag match. What I told you. And that was it. What I told you. <laughs> what? The Miz and Daniel Bryan are going to go for the tag team titles. <laughs> <laughs> I said that like two weeks ago. Yo, I can see that happening. It would be beautiful. It would be beautiful if these two go on a successful tag team run, and then we get the Miz turned back into the heel Miz that we all love to hate. And he turns on DB, and they get their final WrestleMania. Like, they finally get their WrestleMania blow-off match. Which I can see happening, but they will have to win the title in the next two weeks, at least. Because, <laughs> <Well, laughs> look, they met each other in... 2010. Yes. Right? Yes, that was February. Yeah, February 2010. Right. And if they have their match at WrestleMania 2020, that's a that's a clean 10-year mm-hmm. bracket of just some back and forth between DB and The Miz, and they can put it to an end. They can put the nail in the, the final nail in the car. Mm-hmm. 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 I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I, I think it is too. I, I yeah, because they keep on saying how they don't like each other and stuff like that. But the chemistry they have in the ring is just undeniable. Even them as a team, bro. <laughs> these guys have grown. They're in their vet status, right? They've been right. on a parallel ascension in the company. You know, uh, the difference is Dane Bryan, and he called it the Dane Bryan brand. His brand has just been, you know, it's overly successful. It. it mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny. Who would have ever thought that the Miz rookie would surpass him? Since we talk about the Miz at the moment and Daniel Bryan, could we get to the most important part of TLC? Bro, all I'm going to say is (laughs) Bray is so good, bro, because (laughs) how the hell I was laughing because he he was so he was so excited that the Fiend was going to come out, bro. And he really sold it like when the lights cut out. (laughs) And he noticed that the fiend wasn't coming. My man looked disappointed, like the fiend isn't coming. And it's like, yo, bro, you are the fiend. Just put the damn mask on in the club. <laughs> bro, that, didn't, that didn't tip it, bro. That, bro, that didn't make you laugh. Like just to see yo, how really the point that I didn't notice. But now that you, I'm about to watch it back just because <laughs> you said that. He was he was excited, like, oh, the fiend is coming. It was like it didn't. And then disappointed that he didn't come out. It's like, oh, no. It's like, I said, Bray is too good. Bray is good. Bray is good. Um, but the match, the Miz had to be fit. The Miz, the Miz doing what he did to him, and he's enjoying it. Incredible. Oh, Incredible. Yeah. yeah when, he did, when he did the arm breaker thing that Pentagon used to do, he was like, do it. Do it. I was like, oh, nah. Like, it, it was fire, bro. I enjoyed that match a lot. Yeah, I, I think, I think where the Miz is right now, man, he's in an interesting spot. I just think that for that match, that was supposed to be his most important match. So he said, and it didn't look like it. There just was more storytelling than it was actually like, 
wrestling. The, the physical action, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Which is good. Like, like sometimes some matches need that. Bray Wyatt matches need the storytelling. They don't have to be crazy wrestling matches. Yeah, he's an artist. He's an artist. Yeah, like, 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 like Austin. Like he never had the the craziest wrestling matches when he became Stone Cold Steve Austin. They were brawls, but they told stories. Right. I liked how, I liked how Dane Bryan said, uh. When he realized that Dane Bryan brand was born, he recognized himself as the man that the WWE never wanted as a main event player. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like he he gets to redeem himself. He gets to be the person that he wanted to be coming into the company with the mm-hmm. with the support. Right. So imagine that you're a 2011 version of yourself, and you're getting the 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 2014 support. Mm-hmm. That's fire. That's dope. That's, dope as hell. That's fire. And and sidebar, yo, Dolph Ziggler's killing me with that SmackDown hat. I think he's trolling us. <laughs> he's, he's trolling us because he, he even did something. Like, he put his hand across the brim, like, yeah, like, pluck the brim. Yeah, he's trolling us. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I just want to say that, yeah, he's trolling us. I don't know what's going on with that. The Heavy Machinery match and the Revival match was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now... The revival, they they want to do old school fashioned wrestling, and I respect it. But I think them brothers are sleeping on themselves as far as just being entertaining and gimmicky matches. Well, there's a rumor out there that they might not be that 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 they might be entertaining more than we we want them to. So, Bro, that may be the best. <laughs> it could be one of the worst sounding things that end up being the best things to see because I think the revival are really entertaining when they're put in the spot to be funny. Yeah. That's true. I think they do well. They might be sleeping on themselves, feeling like they got us doing all this gimmicky bullshit. I think they're funny. <laughs> I think they, they are. are. <laughs> He's like, you know, Scott, Scott, I fell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's a natural charisma there that they don't exude when they're just trying to be old school top guys, no, no flips, just fists. But, yo, mm-hmm. there's a funny factor to them. I think if they can balance it, I think the revival will be pretty fine, bro. Right. How you feel? Braun Strowman's return. Braun, yo, he's back to where he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be uh, starting an angle with Shinsuke. So mm-hmm. I, that was funny when he asked uh, Sammy, if you're supposed to be Secret Santa and you want to give me something, give me a title shot for the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Championship. Shinsuke's face reaction was <laughs> Yeah, on the money. Loved it. <laughs> right. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for a Braun Strowman Shinsuke uh, showdown. That's coming. I don't up. know how that. I don't know how it's gonna work. But honestly, Shinsuke could pull it out. Shinsuke and Russell, they're all the greatest wrestlers. So yeah, yeah that that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm they're not even worried about that. Shout out to Otis, him and mm-hmm. Mandy Rose. Fire. Uh, <laughs> she heat for real. She heat for real. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody, but yeah, she's heat for real. We. We've seen Elias come out on his savage mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, yeah. Elias ain't ready to really compete, compete, but we'll probably start seeing him in the, the, the beginning of the new year, get active, active. Right. They're, they're More than likely, Roy Rumble. Roy Rumble will probably be his time to, like, you see him really in the mix. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Carmella makes Sonya Deville tap out. Mm-hmm. Just let that one sink in. And this match was kind of quick, too. Yeah, I don't know how I felt about that one. I said, yo, listen, they reverting back to them times. I, I, was, I, was, getting, I was getting nostalgia. 
said, oh, <laughs> oh man, three, four-minute matches is coming back. Now we just need bra and panty matches, and we'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cute the way Carm, uh, Carmella, she celebrated with the New Day. Mm-hmm. Right after her victory, I thought that was cute. Yeah. And the New Day, very good tag match with, with Shinsuke and Cesaro. Yeah, it was it was all right. I just need to all take them damn pants off. That's all. <laughs> I just I just I can't let that go, bro. He gotta take them damn them damn joggers off, bro. And I, I love can, wearing joggers. I think his legs got smaller, <laughs> so he's covering his legs up. You know, uh, a oh, lot of these wrestlers, <laughs> a lot of these wrestlers' legs get smaller, bro, and they gotta cover them up. Look at everybody that reach a certain age and they start wearing pants. Dolph Ziggler, right, Shawn Col- Michaels. Col- yeah, Kofi, Sean, Dahl. Mm-hmm. They, you're right. They, no, you're they start covering them legs when they get mm-hmm. to a certain age. Uh, look at Brock and see the long-ass pants he's wearing. Don't think just because he a UFC or used to be a UFC fighter, that's why I want to dress like that. Nah, man, your legs ain't... Right. It, it ain't <laughs> here comes the pain time no more. That's all. You're right. You're right. You're right. Nobody doing F5s you no know, more. It's, right. a that's a fact. it's a different time. Um. <laughs> Bailey gave Dana Brooke that work. What she need to, because Dana Brooke, only reason that Dana Brooke is really in matches because she, she fucking with Batista on Twitter. Yeah, you so. know, and all I'm saying <laughs> is I need Dana Brooke to get a character. I feel like she needs an overhaul. She needs to maybe cut her hair, get a get a Molly Holly thing going on. I think the Molly Holly gimmick for Dana Brooke would be would work. Mm-hmm. Because there are too many um I'm pretty, but I used to be a fitness trainer. And, uh, you know, it's too many of those right. girls filling that same kind of spot. And we need a girl mm-hmm. that's on some, I don't need to get ahead in the company. And that would be perfect for her. Like, just to, just to, to, to play on the, the theory of you just was in a steamy back and forth Twitter uh, situation with Batista. And then your character is, is, is about not uh, having to use your assets to get ahead in the company. Well, one thing I well I, I I could do it, but one thing about that is, you got to be really a pronoun wrestler for that, and I don't think Dana Brooke is that one of those ones. You know what I'm saying? Like it may motivate <laughs> her to step her shit up, but but yeah, true, true. Because Molly was Molly was one of them ones, right? You get what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> one of them ones, ones. <laughs> one of them um, ones. Lacey Evans and Sasha Banks went to a. a count out a double count out and that was just a spot just to build on for their rivalry and seeing the daughter get involved was a little cute that was that was cool right kids kids in the wwe is really making a little wave because last week was monroe this week is lacey evans daughter they really making a oh, little yeah, they wave through. they coming through they coming through mm-hmm. and in the main event it was fire for dame Bryan and the miz to be on the same page that was the first time we ever got to see them do the kicks Together, together, like, right? Like, am I? What right. am I watching? <laughs> you know, like they, they, they became each other's uh, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit in a way, because the mm-hmm. Miz adopted mm-hmm. a lot of moves from Daniel Bryan. And right, once he retired, he couldn't, he couldn't take them back, so he had to start yeah, using them. Yeah, Bryan kind of, he <laughs> like Dane Bryan is charismatic, but I believe that the Miz rubbed a little bit of that, that sauce on him early on. He kind of, you know what I mean, <laughs> getting on him and gigging on him and telling him that, you know, you got to be more than a wrestler. You got to be entertainer. And I think it put Dane Bryan in a position to be the the comical guy early on in the career. And it it 
I think Miz helped him shed an early layer of charisma. Right, right, right. But yeah, that was that was incredible to see. That that, that. we need this at Mania. I don't care. We need them at I'm Mania. Ready? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I gave this show. I think SmackDown and NXT were the better shows of this week, and um, I I mm-hmm. give SmackDown like a seven point five, and my brothers of the night. My well, my brother of the night is Dane Bryan. I'm going to give it the same rating, 7.5. And Brother of the Night, ooh. Yeah, Daniel Bryan and Miz. I've them as a tag team. I don't know what to call it, but uh, <laughs> that that was incredible to see. Like, just to watch them two together was just incredible for me right. to see. That's, uh, I yeah, I actually, I'm going to pull that up and watch that shit again. <laughs> right, me too. <laughs> well, that's what we thought, guys. Make sure you hit us up on Instagram at Brothers of Destruction Podcast. Swing back around next time for another episode. I'm your host, Anthony King. With your brother, Duquan Donovan. Peace. Peace. And Merry Christmas. Merry (laughs) Christmas.